Welcome to A Woman's Brew, where women talk about beer. It's Christmas! <laughs> Merry Christmas! <laughs> we are going to talk about some Christmas beers for you that you might just be able to get in before the festive season starts. Uh, I'm Joanne and this is Tori. Hello. And we're two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer. Come join us. Like jingle bells, maybe. I've got a hat that jingles. <laughs> just, yeah, if, you're on the, if you're not watching the video, I am decked out today. I've got, yeah, I just done my Christmas, my PlayStation Christmas jumper. Yeah, that's, I did not go as all out as you did. I've got my, my Hobgoblin It's Christmas t shirt on. I've got um, some lovely sparkly red glasses with a little Santa hat on. And I've got my mini Santa hat on. And then there's St. Nick is over my court, over my shoulder with, with his little Christmas tree. To be fair, I'm pagan. I don't celebrate Christmas. You have more Christmas decorations than <laughs> I, I do. I don't I mean, even celebrate I was, Christmas. I'm, I'm, not, I'm non, non-denominational. Yeah. I, just want the, I just want the Christmas beers, really. Well, uh, I celebrate but... Yule on the 21st. And so, so I've been pagan since I was 16 years old. And um, I tried really hard to convince my mum that I should get my presents on the 21st because that's when Yule is, and she would not let me. <laughs> so we always did this thing where um, where she would get me a present. It would be my Yule present. Um, oh, and nice. and now, my dad, now my dad does it for me as well. It usually ends up being a record from a record player, actually. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, yeah. that's really good. That's probably a really good present. Yuletide traditions, everybody. <laughs> Yeah, I, you definitely have more Christmas decorations up. That I mean, I've got my tree up and all that. Um, if you've not seen Joanne's TikTok, her Tiki Tocks, <laughs> my uh, where she decorated her Yule tree, it yeah. was it. It made me laugh um, yeah. quite a bit. Uh, she's getting really good at these Tiki Tocks. <laughs> good at these Tiki Tockies. Love watching them. So <laughs> go go watch it on her Instagram if you've not already seen yeah, it. Come, it come check out. Brilliant. Love beer learning on on uh, on TikTok. It's on TikTok as well because that's why I have to do them because I can't get music on my Instagram uh, or on my Instagram reels. Come and have a check. Come and check out my hilarious Tiki Tokies. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Down with the funny. kids. But yeah, you, we logged into this uh, Zoom session and you were like decked out, and it just <laughs> I was, was taken aback. I was like, oh, hi. <laughs> I had to go and throw my Christmas jumper on because I just had a normal hoodie on, and then I was well, like, didn't even think about it. I do have to say that um, Santa Claus is pagan too. <laughs> He's literally like he—that's literally where he came from. He was a pagan. He was pagan. Um, he is the the god, the stag god. The stag god. <laughs> they took it. Yeah, they took his right his horns off of his head and put them on his ear. There's literally a song about it. It's my favorite. It's my favorite Yuletide song. <laughs> You're gonna have Santa to send Claus that is to pagan me. too. Um, by Emerald Rose, and it's the best. Oh, I've uh, never heard that gonna have to check it's it out your, yeah so it's yuletide in the house when i start playing santa claus's pagan tea <laughs> is that your number one favorite holiday yes, song it's my favorite one <laughs> my husband likes to really harass me with um uh when the snowman brings the snow song because oh, it just yeah. drives me up a wall and he knows that so he likes to just just play that <laughs> i love a bit of 80s christmas music those are the best <laughs> I'm, I'm not out of whamageddon yet either so I'm quite uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not being wound I'm yet. I'm not 
either but then I also I also don't really listen to a lot of I don't really listen to a lot of Christmas tunes I listen to a lot of like punk and rock covers of Christmas songs and so yeah that that one doesn't tend to make the cut unless it what gets me is when I go into supermarkets or something like that or go shopping that's when I tend to get got but because of COVID thank you COVID Whamageddon free (laughs) right that's it that's literally what I think I haven't been got yet actually because I've not been to any shops (laughs) yes and they've not been playing it on the radio which is quite good when i've been listening to the radio so i don't listen to the radio so that's that's that out all together you're never so. you're never gonna get whammed i know unless i go into a suit unless i have to go into a supermarket then that's where they'll get yeah. me i think yeah <laughs> only the original right, though christmas. remixes don't count <laughs> no exactly <laughs> christmas day what are we drinking christmas well christmas day i have saved i'm saving this one for christmas day so um so this is Brew, Brew York's Nightmare of Brew York 2020. That's what I'm I'm saving for Christmas Day, which is a coffee and walnut cake imperial milk stout. Yes, I've got that as well. well. I think both of us got so all I'm three saving. of them, yeah. didn't we? And today we're going to drink, for your listening pleasure, Fairy Tale of Brew York 2020, which is a peanut, pecan, maple and vanilla milk stout. And they've done oh, a so excited. they've done a trilogy, haven't they? Now mine's yes. hidden in my advent calendar. Can but I've kindly <laughs> taken mine out. It is Dreams of Brework 2020, which is a cranberry and blueberry pastry sour. Yeah, that one's interesting. See, I put that one in my in my advent calendar because I thought it was the least Christmassy of the flavours, even though it's got oh, cranberry I think it's, in it. I was going to say it's the cranberry. Really, yeah. I was surprised that they did that they, they chose to have this one as like a sour I suppose like I oh, thought it was yeah. interesting I thought it was really unique because when you think I think Christmas beers you tend to think heavier like warmer yeah. stouts porters like that kind of stuff you don't really think sours when you think Christmas yeah. beers um so I think that was a an interesting one but I did want a cranberry I wanted some type of cranberry, cranberry. beer so that was a good one to go for um well should we carry on with what we're drinking today? And yeah, yeah, let's into carry on with what so, we're drinking. As well as our fairy tale of Brew York, we are drinking Broken Leg from Lab Culture, which is um, a gingerbread porter, which we've been very excited about. That came in our subscription box from... Yes, that was from Zoe, uh, Coffee and Cask. Coffee and Cask, that's the Yes. One. And then we have got... You picked these ones oh, up Yes, I did. Us. Winter Mild <laughs> by Time and Tide, but it's actually brewed with deal hop farm hops um, and that's a community growing project so people all around deal will collect um hop plants at the right time of year and then they grow them in the gardens on their windowsills in their allotments and then they do a community collection of all the hops um from around deal and then time and time brew with them so that's that's really, really cool I yeah. think I think we had met, we had mentioned that I think I at think some point did. maybe during sustainability I can't remember if it was actually on the podcast and we had a chat about it after with one of our long chats after yeah. but I, I remember you telling me that that's really really cool yeah, but really uh, maybe today as well because we've got a stout and we've got a porter you can break down the difference between the well, stout and the we've, porter we've got a stout and a porter and a mild so yeah. we can you can break down the difference those. between all yes. of them because I need to know because to me beer. I just go same same and you're like they're not same same no <laughs> Dark beer education. Here we come. <laughs> Before we move on to it, yes. what other beers? Because we have a few other examples yes. of what else we're drinking. I know both of us have like lots of Christmas themed beers, but we picked out some of our top ones that we're excited to try over this festive period. Which ones did you use? So 
there are lots of Christmassy Belgian beers, but I this year have picked up Gordon Xmas, um, mainly because it's called Gordon and my husband is called Gordon. And I thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. It's 8.8%. Um, I'm expecting it's a brown beer um, and I'm expecting that to be quite spicy. Ooh. Yeah. So that's exciting. Um, I've then also got this massive bottle, if you're watching on the video, of <laughs> <It's huge>. <laughs> Leafman's Glucraic, which is um, obviously a cherry beer. So Craic is a cherry beer. Um, and But it's it has already got the spices in it, I believe, to be mould. So you can do mould Craic, like, like blue vine, mould oh, wine. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Click. So you can have you can do it like that. So I think if the spice is already in it, and you just warm it up. If not, I'm sure I can add a few spices. I was going to say that. you can fi- you can figure it out. Yeah, I can wear that out. I, um, I, then... I think that it's comical how big that was as well it's because massive. I don't know if you saw it on our forum the other day. I got so much crap for having tiny, tiny hands. hands. Yes. <laughs> My hands are normal size. They're normal yeah. sized hands. Everyone else has freakishly big hands. That's not my fault. But I'm just thinking of how much. I would get if I were to hold that bottle. <laughs> well, it's a 750 mil. Uh, I'm feeling it. I think it's got cork in it as well. So if I had that, ones. everyone would be going, "Where's your hands? I don't even see them." <laughs> Strangeness that happens on the beer forum, everybody. Um, and then my last one is from my one of our local brewers, the Canterbury Ales. Get what they did there. What they did there Canterbury Tales, Canterbury Ales. Yeah, got it. Um, I got it. <laughs> and this is this is the host's ale, uh, which is a winter warmer. Now, this is actually one of my favorite Christmassy beers because it's a dark beer and then it's got loads of ginger and spices in it. Um, it goes really well with roast turkey for your Christmas dinner. Um, and I've got a second another bottle of it this year because I'm hoping to mull it and see what what it's like mold yeah we're gonna talk about that mm-hmm. in a bit um that's an interesting one the longer that canterbury ale sits with me the funnier it gets as well <laughs> like, so the, and just thinking got, about it it's like oh you guys so they've you got know. great names as well so they so they use names like from the canterbury tale so there's yeah. like the merchant's ale the pardoner's ale the wife of bath's ale the miller's ale the knight's ale like all the different all their different ones have different names from the canterbury ales so you know uh, that one sounds particularly nice as well i kind of wish i had one because it sounds really good send you one <laughs> please i got it from i got it from our um from our farm shop down the road so oh if they've got any left yeah Yeah. could you please yeah i'll grab you one thank you (laughs) this is how i get spoiled yeah (laughs) i've got another beer i've got to send you anyway so (laughs) so i've just sent you two of our alcohol free oh yeah (laughs) for our upcoming episode that we'll do for dry january yes so we're gonna spoiler we're gonna be doing looking at (laughs) Low and no alcohol beers. Spoiler or exclusive <laughs> breaking oh, news. <laughs> breaking news. Breaking news. Yeah, we need a breaking news sound. We need a soundboard. But yeah. Is that all the ones that you had? Then? That's all of mine. That's all right. Of mine. So moving on to the ones I had. So I kind of my logic behind all the Christmas beers I've bought and I've probably got at least like 50 12 15 maybe I don't know I was gonna make because I was gonna make a whole advent calendar 
of them but then I realized I didn't really want to drink every single night so then that right. idea <laughs> I basically, yeah deep what do you, mean you don't want idea. to drink every night what are you talking about I it's pre- December I, pre- I prefer to binge on weekends please <laughs> so please drink responsibly everyone drink res- <laughs> yes definitely drink res- <laughs> do not binge at weekends no. um so I just went with things that sounded either really interesting or things that had just an obvious festive theme to it that I could not buy so the first one I went with and I felt like maybe I could have sold a kidney to afford this uh (laughs) was the omnipolar (laughs) omnipolo uh this is the Bianca but it's the eggnog Mm. lassie Mm. goes um I know you're not a massive eggnog person I'm not a massive eggnog person um but I didn't actually sell a kidney it was like you know 10 13 quid but that's still <laughs> for that's me for something I don't know if I'm gonna love yeah. it was yeah a bit high um six percent ABV I just thought it'd be quite interesting I quite like the can look at that nice little yeah see I'm a massive Bianca fan but I'm not I don't not know, for you egg, eggnog's not for me just I saw somebody else had tried it um, and posted a photo it's not how I would expect it to look based on oh. all the other well based on the what it's supposed to taste like yeah but also based on other biancas it didn't look like thick like it didn't look like yeah a normally they're like <laughs> smoothie yeah thick, it yeah. wasn't so i'll have to let Ooh. you know as soon as i have yeah that. um then i got the salt and beer paradise club stingo bells which is a panettone stingo it's 7.4 percent beer i don't know what a stingo is i just bought it because i like panettone so right so a stingo beer while we're there so it is a um it's, it's a northern beer i believe um breweries like samuel smith's do them and they are aged for at least a year in oak casks so they end up with like um like christmas fruitcake type flavors in them so that is a uh, quite That's a fair. this time of year type beer what it says is a panettone flavored so i'm not i don't really like like raisins and dried fruits much so i don't usually like the normal panettone i usually like the ones that are super unhealthy the chocolate panettones the chocolate chip, <laughs> chip panettones like all those ones that it's just not don't put fruit in it that's just for me like wrong a bit, of, a bit of sultana in it but i had a champagne one one year and i've just never found one that was as nice as that what but it was it was a like someone bought it for the office. Blown um, my mind. You've blown my mind. I don't think I can. I think it, it. I think I don't know where it was from. I think it was Marks and Spencer's champagne. It's got to be Marks and Spencers, isn't it? I'm gonna have um, to yeah, look yeah. out for that. But it was delicious. <laughs> but I've never seen it since, and I've uh, no panettone has ever stood up to that one <laughs> <laughs> since I had it. Ruined all all Italian cake for me. <laughs> so this one says that it's the panettone flavored Yorkshire Stingo brewed in collaboration with Beer Paradise. It does say a traditional ale originating from the north of England. So there you go. I didn't actually read the side of the can <laughs> prior to now. I just what went, I yeah, told put you, it in the basket. Put it in the read basket. The label. No, no. I just wanted to just buy it because it was yeah. Christmas themed. So uh, it does say rich multi notes up front with flavors of vanilla, chocolate, almonds, rum, and raisin. So I don't Ooh. mind raisin when it's in a beer. Um, I just don't. I think it's a texture thing why i don't like having phrases okay. flat out uh the next one i got was the vocation naughty and nice chocolate stout that one sounds delicious yeah 7.4 percent. i've not had it yet obviously this is the only one that i've bought because i just tried to buy one of all of them but no invocation it's probably gonna be pretty good yeah so <laughs> they're not concerned good. it's gonna yeah i'm not really concerned about that and then this is the one that i 
was most interested in getting um and i don't know if i've seen a lot of press on it on the forums or anything like that but it's Anne's patch and hob day from london uh, it's fifth stout that's it's a really pretty label they have really lovely christmas on it and then yeah it's uh i thought it looks really nice so i I know this one. So it says based on the German Christmas biscuit of the same name, which I didn't know that, that was a German biscuit, but I found out obviously after I got this. Um, Pfeffernu stout brings together a rich malty stout with the perfect blend of festive spices. Ginger and cinnamon aromatics precede biscuity malts and warming spices on the palate. So I'm really excited for that because you know how I feel about my cinnamons yeah. and nutmegs <laughs> and all that. So I'm very excited. But those um, are the ones that, I thought would be the most exciting ones to show. Um, they're the most the ones I haven't seen that I have out of all the ones that I have that I've not seen repetitively. So, yeah, yeah. So get out there and buy some some um, festive beers, everybody. I got mine from uh, Trembling Madness or locally. Where did you get yours from? I got mine from Leftfield Beer, but that's not all of them. So it's a mix. Some of them came from Leftfield Beer. Some of them came uh, locally. That Anspach uh, I got from Elusive directly when I went to Elusive. Um, Brew Yorks, I think I got from Yorkshire Beers. Um, just a mix of different bottle shops, really. <laughs> Support <laughs> so, local, everybody. Check your bottle shops yeah. if you want to see what's nearby to you that still has like a good selection. So if you don't want all of the same thing, your local bottle shop should have some really good selection. Yes. For you. Right. Shall we crack our first one? What do you want to go yeah. with first? Which one which one do you think with your expertise is the best one to start with? I think we start with the winter mild. Okay. I'm using my brew dog tasting glasses again. I can't promise they're beer clean. I tried, I really tried, but right, so I've just scrubbed these, my tasting glasses, so we will see. I'm afraid because of how much I've I've been told that they are prone to breaking. Like I heard they're very yeah. emotional. They'll just break if you look at them. Um, emotional. Yeah, a friend has told me they're very emotional glasses. If you look at them, they'll have a breakdown. They don't like it. So I've been very careful with my cleaning with them. See, that now I scrubbed right, these and there's still a little bit. I think these are scratched, which is annoying because I've not had them very long. Oh, that is not the colour I thought it was going to be. It's quite. It's got like a deep when you hold it up to the light it's quite deep red and yes. the, the head on it holds pretty well it's like an off-white like t- tannish kind of head but it's really red in the light it's very red yeah i expected it to be darker than that <laughs> i expected it to be, be more dark brown but it's very chestnut red yeah i had no real expectations i just thought how's this gonna pour and it looks dark from down here and then when you hold it up to the light it's very red it's got a nice chocolatey aroma. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Ooh, I don't know how to feel. Like, it's, it's good, but I don't, I can't put into words, like, what I'm tasting. I don't, I'm, I'm trying to think on it, and it's, like, not what I expected, so I'm taken aback a bit. <laughs> I'm like, oh. It's, um, so it's got a little bit of chocolate to it, mm. but it's also got, I feel like it's got a bit of, of um, a tea note to it. Yeah, I can get that. And I would say that's because I would say that's probably from the hops. So it's got prima donna hops in it. I don't know much about prima donna. I should have looked them up. Um, but yeah, I think we're getting that herbally, t- like black teaness from the hops. And then yeah. they've used Vienna, Crystal, Chocolate, Cara Munich, and Roasted Barley. So that's I was going to say. I, I think I'm getting a bit. I think I'm getting a bit of the barleyness. Yeah. In it, a bit of roasty. roasty. Yeah, that's that's I think what's throwing me off is it like there's chocolate, but it's not 
it's not any like bittersweet cacao or anything like that yeah. but it's not fudgy it's just it's just a normal yeah. chocolate and then it's that mixed with the roasted barley I think it's it's quite nice I don't know if it makes me feel Christmas in particular but it's really nice yeah um so the crystal and the caramunic um will have added extra sweetness because mm. they've got um sugar crystals in them so that's where the sweetness is coming from. You're getting a chocolatiness from the chocolate. Um, that colour is going to be from that lovely mixture of the malts. Um, and the roasted barley, you get a little bit of roastiness. It's it's a lovely, it is a lovely winter beer, I think. It's just right yeah. for the season. Yeah. Well, that's it. It's, oh, yeah, it's very um, winter appropriate, for sure. Like I said, it doesn't make me feel Christmas, per se, but it is definitely winter it's it's nice i feel like i could enjoy it by a fire like yeah. a nice fireplace fireside drink 6.9 percent mind it does not taste, taste 6.9 no. no it tastes i think it's a bit um like thinner on the mouth as well so like consistency wise it's a bit thin so it it almost sort of comes across you don't get a heavy booziness to it or anything it tastes like maybe a four if I had yeah, to, I was going to say, say four. About a four. I thought it was going to be four, and it's not. And I was very, I was like, oh, surprised really surprised. I was surprised that you've just said that because I didn't. Yeah. Again, because you just sent it, I sort of put it in a box, and I didn't look at the ABV. I was just like, yeah, yeah. look at it when we drink six point nine, nearly seven. Tastes like a tastes like a four. Yeah. And when I say it's thin, it's not. There is the thinness to it, but it doesn't. It's not like it's thin and watery. Like it's lacking yeah. flavor to it. There's the right amount of flavor for it. Mm. It's really nice. I like it. It's good. I do as well. Recommended. I believe Time and Tide do uh, delivery. So if you go to their website, they may well have some of this on. If I you don't know like if they... Well. I was going to say, I don't know if they still have it available. Because I, I think I... I think you managed to get it like right when it came it out. <laughs> and I don't think it was on their website when I looked because I tried to find it to send yeah. to somebody else and I couldn't find it. Um, yeah, so the difference... So we were saying at the beginning, there's obviously we're doing the stout, the porter yeah. and the mild. Um, obviously, I know there's differences between them. And then there's there's the similarities. but There's a host of differences. Um, what do you want to get in and explain that a bit with your technical wisdoms? Yeah. So basically, the porter, the stout and the mild are all from the same sort of family of beers. Um, the, they began with the porter, which was made for um the working classes uh they really enjoyed it when it was made and it it came about when daniel wheeler in the 1800s developed the drum roaster for um for kilning malts before that um malts had been uh dried out and kilned by starting stoves by fire um, um either by wood or or coal fires and it was really unpredictable what you'd get so you'd get some bits that were really overdone some bits that weren't done at all um and to make it in a really large scale was quite difficult so he look he had seen coffee roasting drums and developed something that was similar for kilning malts so then you could get a really consistent color on your malt uh, and maltsters were able to um get even darker malt so that's when patent black malt came about um and because of all these different consistently made malts they were unable to make new styles and porter came about with the darker roasted malts 
Um, so from a porter, you then got stout, which was a stouter porter. So therefore it was higher ABV. Um, and then it developed into this thicker, sweeter beer that we recognise today. Um, when uh, Arthur Guinness got hold of it, <laughs> he, took it he <laughs> took the took the style over to uh, Ireland. Shocker. Shocker. I do not believe yeah. it. <laughs> Where's Guinness from? So he developed Guinness by taking the porter, making it stronger, and he then slapped export stout on it. And this is where we get Guinness from. Um, the Rush, so the Russians came over and really enjoyed. Uh, Peter the Great really enjoyed drinking um, porter and wanted it back in the Russian court. However, by the time porter got back to Russia, which is a thousand mile journey, it spoiled. So English yeah. brewers were like, "What are we going to do? Let's let's make it a bit stronger so that the alcohol helps it last longer on the journey." That's where we get imperial stouts from because it was originally called Imperial Russian Stout because it was for the Russian royal family. Um, and then you get mild. So porters could, like at, at that point in time, um, they were then blending beers. So sometimes you had stale, older beer. It would get blended with newer, younger beer. And so the mild actually comes from it being, it was a, a new young beer and that's why it was right. called mild it sounds so, like a brew dog project yeah, <laughs> we'll yeah. just take our old beer yeah. our young beer we'll put it together well, i mean there's lots of lots of different styles that are blends of yeah. older and younger and more aged and less aged so mild was basically not an aged or a stale beer it was a younger beer which is why it was called a mild hmm. and so that's where all of these different styles come from it's funny you say about it originally being called an Imperial Russian stout mm. because I have seen, and I can't think of it off the top of my head, but recently I have seen one, a beer that has been released that was called an Imperial Russian stout. Yeah. And I was thinking, what makes that Russian as opposed to just a normal Imperial stout? <laughs> so on the back of that, um, you get, you're getting extra info from me here because actually Sorry. this is... This is redact the, it, um, redact it. <laughs> because <laughs> this is the theme for my um, beer membership. The, Ooh, the beer test give society. A, this give month. a teaser. Right. Don't give a full thing. Yeah. Give a teaser that just little feeds somebody yeah. to then want to go and check it yeah. fully so out. Go. We in in the beer tent society. We are going to look at a different beer style every month to build your beer knowledge about beer styles. Um, and this month happens to be Imperial Stout because I thought it would go really well with Christmas. So, so don't say any more. Yeah. <laughs> don't say any more. Leave it there if you want to find out yeah. why fully about Imperial Stouts, <laughs> Imperial Russian Stouts. Come join the Beer Tent Society. Join the Beer Tent Society. Don't give it away. Yeah. Just leave. I think you've given us like a yeah, good knowledge go. on the three differences. That bit. You've got to pay for that bit. Yeah, you've got to come pay for that. <laughs> That's come and, the extra bit. Come and join the, the beer we give you, you give the base level, the good yeah. like base level on here for me, for me to not be so stupid. <laughs> and any anything extra, that's beer tent. Yeah. <laughs> come join Love Beer Learning. I see I'm going to be joining the beer tent so I can find yes. out about Russian, <laughs> Russian imperials. Yeah. <laughs> right. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, I'm really enjoying sipping on it's this. It's really lovely. It's um, lovely. It's get roastier as it goes. So I think um, as it's warming up, 
yeah i mean, I mean these... mine was already yeah yours <laughs> wasn't particularly cold anyway <laughs> no. i didn't get to taste the evolution of no. the taste like but yeah I you get... enjoy doing it's a bit um I'm, i feel like i'm getting I, it might be the barley I'm, I'm not sure it might be something else i am getting that bit of maltiness sort of to it and i don't know if yeah. that's maybe the what other bit it would be um no, there malt. is there is a sweetness to it like a cereally sweetness exactly it's not yeah. just it's not just that level of like chocolate sweet sugar yeah. sweet it's the like multi multi yeah. sweetness <laughs> and because it's the lighter like the lighter she says air quotes of the styles you're getting more of like it's not got a massive whack of of roastedness in it you've got yeah. a little bit in there to make that balance but the vienna like vienna's a slightly kind of middle uh base malt um the crystal and the caramelic are going to add toffee and caramelly malts we've got a bit of maybe that's what it is yeah maybe it's the toffiness that i'm getting where it's not like a uh the type of toffee that it is is more um that lighter sweeter toffee as opposed to when you have the more like fuller toffee effect yeah you know i mean like the roastier toffee yeah this isn't massively roasty like there's a little bit in there to to kind of balance out the sweetness from the other malts but this is a slightly maltier beer than we're going to get when we move into the uh, into the porter and the stout yeah i think this was this was quite an interesting one to try and i'm still kind of blown away that when you hold it up to the light is as red as it is (laughs) like i expected i always expect a a mild to be more brown and this is really red i think that's what's blowing my mind is when you look down at it it has that it does have a brownness yeah. to it um and it's really only when you do that that you see like you said the chestnut red color yeah. to it and i was like oh it just doesn't look the way you think it's gonna taste it's really quite nice i yeah. want to enjoy the rest of it. i want to go light my fireplace and enjoy the rest yeah. of it i'm gonna put this to the side now or i'll just keep drinking it i know i put mine because i was like i want to save that i'm gonna drink some more later gonna save that i'm gonna have to share a bit of it but <laughs> i'm very nice i'm benevolent yeah i'm lucky gordon won't drink these these are all mine <laughs> <laughs> i made the mistake of asking i said no, do you want to try that. some he said what's the flavors i told him the flavors and he, i was like i why am i telling you because i know that the second i tell you you're going to be into it so fine. <laughs> rookie mistake mm. right shall we move on to the broken leg yes i think this up. is the one that i was really looking forward to the most because i'd never got a chance to try lab culture before they ceased they Me ceased too. making beer and so when we got this i'm already getting gingerbread smells yeah. and i've only just cracked the can open and um, not even decanted it yet uh but when we found out we got those in the coffee and cask i was so excited and we thought we had to save it for the holidays oh it is lively look at it go yeah oh you've got massive head <laughs> mine's got about oh, an inch nice. of of head it's uh it's beige yeah nice and creamy and rocky um it's very red it's a red color yeah (laughs) weirdly again didn't expect that yeah yeah but this is almost a deeper yeah this is like cranberry deep cranberry red yes you but you the thing is if you're drinking this on on your end as the listener hold it up to the light like if you just look at it normal on the table it looks dark um and i guess that's the thing is if i never held it up to the light and i was sort of rating it here's a trick for you um if i just looked at it didn't hold it up to light or anything i'd make a note of this saying the appearance is just dark just a really dark color with a nice decent head on it but when you hold it up to the light it's very deep cranberry red 
Yeah, that's a pro pro taste beer taster <laughs> too. That is. It. Make sure you hold it up to the light, or if you're a proper geek, get your beer torch out and stick that through it. <laughs> don't have one of those. I can say I don't have one of those yet. No, you've got so. you've got a phone instead. <laughs> Yeah, just got a light. I just hold it. I go up to the ceiling and I go, is this right? It's proper ginger. Yeah, but it almost smelled more ginger bread yeah. when I opened the can and more just straight ginger out of the glass. Oh, it's got a bit of cardamom in it. So yeah, I can oh, there you go. I can smell that. Ooh. Oh, that doesn't taste like I thought. No. I'm getting just not gingerbread, just ginger. Just ginger. Yeah, just, <laughs> just ginger. ginger. Like, like if you were to take ginger. if you were to take ginger ale, it tastes like ginger ale. Yeah, I wanted to do something a bit more biscuity. I did too. I'm a bit gutted that it wasn't yeah. more biscuity. Um, it's unique. It's I'll nice. It's it's unique. It's not something I would have anticipated. No, but I think um, if I had gone to a shop and bought this, expecting this is what it is as opposed to getting it in like a mixed pack I think I would have been slightly disappointed because my expectation of what it was going to be is different and maybe that's just on me and the expectation I put on it because you know it it, I don't know it's it's just because it says you know at the top we love gingerbread so in my brain it's like gonna be biscuity a nice baked good and it's just ginger Yeah, so it's on the back it says that it is brewed with a blend of ginger, cinnamon, nutmeg, allspice, cardamom and cloves. It's got a I only get the ginger. Base, but I'm getting, yeah, it's the ginger is, I like it's lovely and I think it's really refreshing and I think to have it between the mild and what, the, the milk stout that we've got coming next. Um, palate cleanser. Proper palate cleanser. But I wanted biscuity... Like, I wanted more cinnamon, nutmeg, allspice, cardamom, cloves, and I'm just getting ginger. ginger. Um, so it's not quite what, and like you said, the multi biscuit base, not really getting that. So I think in terms of, is it a gingerbread? I wouldn't call it a gingerbread, but I'd call it a ginger ale beer. And it's, it's quite thin. That's not a bad yeah, thing. Not a bad thing. But I'd, I would have liked. Oh, I was expecting it a bit thicker than it was. Body. I think. Yeah. Touch yeah. more body. I know but, porters tend to be thinner, but um, I'd have I bet it you could make some type of whiskey beer cocktail mm. with this, like a whiskey ginger type yeah. beer cocktail. Or hot toddy. Yes, exactly. That. I wonder what this would taste like if you were to kind of try warming this one up. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think that it would make a decent yeah, beer cocktail. Would, um, shall, I, shall I tell you how to mull some ale? Yeah, why don't you do that? Well, That's a perfect, mold. perfect yeah, segue. I was like, cut in there. Um, we didn't even plan it. Let's just say we knew that we were going to talk about mulling yeah. it, but that segue, oh natural, <laughs> yeah. didn't plan it. So, um, so you can, as you can mull wine and cider, you can also mull ale. It's kind of fallen out of fashion, newer, newer times, but it has been like mulled ale was a thing many years ago. Um, so I found a recipe for one now this one calls for um a golden ale and then you're going to need honey a cinnamon stick cloves nutmeg a peel of a lemon some salt and either brandy rum or whiskey whichever is your poison Um, and you'd stick all the ingredients apart from the spirit in a pan simmer them and then but not bring it to the boil and then take it off the heat add the spirit let it cool down for a little bit pop some more nutmeg on the top 
There you go. You've got some mold. Got some mold. You always oil. need more nutmeg. Always, need, always more nutmeg. need more. I'd probably chuck a bit more cinnamon in myself. I'd probably cinnamon literally just dump a whole thing of cinnamon yeah. in and go. It's fine. Yeah. This is how I like it. This is exactly but what I want. But it's uh, it's pretty simple. Chuck some spices in there. Whatever you fancy. This I, I think, think this one particularly. Stick a bit of honey. Yeah, and peel and some more spices in. Well, I think I you might not even need extra spices. What, what I'd say about it, I think it just needs something to balance it out. And I can't say what it is that I think it needs to balance it out per se. There's different things that I can think of, like you just said, like yeah. a bit of honey in it. I, I think even just adding, you know, cinnamon, nutmeg, those type yeah. of spices into it will balance it out because ginger has a very particular taste to yeah. it. And I, and it, I think you kind of need something to just pull it back a bit, if you know what I mean, and and make it a bit more warmer, I guess is what I'd say, for lack of a better way, is make yeah. it a bit more warmer in the spices, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, it's very fresh. Yes. Um, and you want more of that warmingness that you get from gingerbread. And That um, being said, if you love ginger, you're going to like it. Yeah. If you wanted gingerbread, you're probably going to be a bit disappointed if that's yeah. what you were expecting to get out of it. Um, but yeah, I, we, we should try to come up with the, say the rest of this and try to come up with an interesting beer cocktail on the fly. Yeah. I've got like that's booze behind for, me. I'll just jump for the evening. Yeah. I've got some whiskey downstairs. Going. Oh yeah. I've got like lots of provisions going. behind me. I'll do little samples of like what works, <laughs> what didn't work. <laughs> you could, you could make the, um, mold beer on your on your beer tent that's what you I should could do. yeah I should do live that mold wine do a <laughs> session yeah I could do maybe that's what I'm gonna do this evening <laughs> that's that's the trade-off that I've I've just given you I've given you something in return for the knowledge that you've given me <laughs> yeah I'm gonna save the rest of that and I'm gonna yeah. try to um beer cocktail it later yeah I think that's a good idea I'm excited about the fairy tale I'm excited for this one. So I've had it in previous years and it's been quite delicious. It is, I think Never it's a it staple Christmas beer nowadays from New York. I was really is... excited to see all three of the release come out. I know. I was like, I got these ones for us yes. at Yorkshire uh, Craft Beer and they didn't even have a price tag on it at the time. That's what <laughs> so I don't new. It was out on the shelves. They had literally just got it. And I was like, uh, and he had to say, uh, there's no price tag on it. And I was like, I, I don't care. I'll just take them. Because I thought it saves us both putting in an order. Yeah. This is just Air how we roll now. We, so just send, we just send beers back. <laughs> just send it forward. back and forth. The head on that is really decent. Gorgeous head. Yeah, that's a nice. It feels like the right amount beige. has come out. Really creamy. It is very it dark brown. smells sweet. So I told you about I stouts. Like but it. actually, this is a milk stout. Oh, so are you allowed to tell us the yeah, difference between a stout and a milk stout so, so actually um a milk so a milk stout has to have a certain percentage of lactose or milk sugars in it for it to be called a milk stout um okay. there was quite a famous um court case because Mackersons created the first milk stout and then other breweries started making milk stouts and they took them to court because they didn't because they they were putting they were saying milk because they were trying to make it healthy, so it's like have a milk stout because it's got because you know it's got the good. Is that milk like Guinness? Stuff have a Guinness because there's protein in it and there's all well, these amazing. Do you know things. actually my friend when when my friend was pregnant, 
her doctor told her to drink Guinness because it had lots of iron in it. <laughs> True fact. So, um, so yeah, so Guinness was drunk because it had lots of iron in it. Milk stouts people thought were good for you because they had because they had milk proteins in them. Um, so Maxins actually took another brewery to court um, because it didn't have the correct percentage of lactose milk sugars in it for it to be called a milk stout. So to be called a milk stout in the UK, there is a particular percentage of lactose that has to be in it. Fun fact. And and if you're if you get any Brew York beers, you're gonna get what I really like about Brew York beers is this back bit. If you're watching on the camera, yeah. you can see I've just shown it there. It's there's like a little it looks like a spider web. I'll describe it as a spider web. And it says uh hop it's spread out around it clockwise. It says hop, fruit, sweet, mouthfeel, bitter, and malt. And they sort of target that the, that's how they do their taster notes effectively is like, here's what you're going to get. And I quite like it because I'm a visual, I'm a visual person. So for me, I look at that and I can go, oh, it lands quite heavily in the mouthfeel, sweet and fruit area. Um, I like hop quite a bit, but when it comes to this type of a beer, what I want is sweet and mouthfeel and I'll take the fruit if I've got to, but it's really leaning heavily towards sweet. Um, they also have something at the bottom that says nuttiness and there's some silly looking nuts at the bottom. The um, yeah. <laughs> and there's one, two, three. Oh, so yeah. Four out of five, four out of five nuts at the bottom. Um, so that, I thought that was quite interesting because I hadn't actually noticed that on the back of any of the oh, cans before. Yeah, so I love the Brew York cans because they are so full of information. Like yes. they're really free with it. Like they also tells you what hops and what malts are used. They use CTZ hops for bittering, it says in particular. And you're, you're going to want to put some hops in to bitter this a little bit to balance out all the sweetness the sweet. that's coming from yeah. the others. And then the malts are Pale Crystal 150, Flaked Barley, Flaked Oats. That's going to give that lovely creamy mouthfeel as well as the lactose. Crystal 400, Chocolate and Black Malt. So that's Ooh. that patent black malt that I was talking about that we got from the um, drum roaster. And it, this has also got... Supposed to have peanut flavour, buttery pecan, complex maple, and a creamy vanilla with just a hint of cinnamon spice. Yeah, and what I love as well is that their artwork is always really nice, yeah. really nice cartoony artwork. Um, this one's got a little happy snowman and a and a little Christmas candle on yeah. it. Um, <laughs> what I hate about it is it's not a label I can just. Take I know. Off. <laughs> So uh, I, I, I haven't the... figured out how I'm going to attack this yet. I've been told that if you take a razor to it, down um, to the bottom, so there's you a can, seam. This seam. I've been told you, if you hit the yeah. seam, and then you just can peels do off. Because I, yeah, I have done that before. But the problem is they are slightly curved. So then, if you want yeah, it so flat, you've you got do. to snip into the this bit to make it flat. So I was collecting the cam wraps at one point, but they take up a lot more space than my flat ones do. <laughs> I was going to say I was I, like, I don't know what to do with them, so I ended up throwing them away. I ended up just take keeping the cans i was gonna make candles out of all these cans oh, yeah. that i had the problem being the wicks that i bought in my candle kit they um they burn really quickly mm. and so i kind of gave up I, I put it on hold i didn't give up i put it on hold till i found out a solution because i thought you can make a really bitching candle like fairy tale brew or christmas candle by putting christmas seasoning in it and it will smell all yeah. festive um and that will be a nice little decoration but i need to solve the wick problem first right but anyways back to the beer oh it's got it smells really sweet and nutty well. i'm getting it the does. the pecan quality out of it yeah i'm definitely getting pecan peanut going in very sweet i've already had some it's delicious oh my god this is amazing 
Yes, a good one. <laughs> this is not only everything that I wanted and needed. It's what I didn't even know that I wanted. Like, it's really, it's not massively... So it says like mouthfeel and it's it's sort of like medium levels of mouthfeel. I would say it's kind of on the thinner side as opposed to on the heavier side. Yes. But I don't mind that at all. Um, it's really, I think maybe that's what keeps the sweetness a bit back, like a, a bit from being overpowering is having a slight less mouthfeel to it. Um, yeah, it's it's stopping it's really it from nice. being cloying. Yes. Yeah, it's really lovely. It's a really nice balance of there's a little bit of roastiness, there's a sweetness, there's the nuttiness. Yeah. Um, I think I'm getting a very tiny bit of spice at the end. It's not massive. But oh, I'm getting heavy kind of nuts there. at the end. Yeah, nuts. It's very nutty at the end for me. It's lovely. I'm really happy with it. Mm. <laughs> I really don't want to share it. No, no one's having it. I'm glad that Gordon won't drink this. This is all mine. Rick definitely will. Damn it. <laughs> See? rookie mistake don't share what's gonna videos. be even what's gonna be even worse is around when when it's literally the week of christmas and his sister's sort of around she also likes beer as well and it's gonna oh, no. become a it's gonna <laughs> become a that's interesting I'm gonna, and it's i'm not gonna keep it for i i want to spread the good word of craft beer yeah but i just want to have two of everything so i can go <laughs> here's mine you two can share this yeah fight for half of this can over there away from me yeah see depending on how you look at it i've see i've not really got anybody else that drinks craft beer with me uh, and actually i take that back because um i'm really sad this year that i'm probably not going to be able to go visit my uncle and his family for new year's because normally we go to his house well to my we went to my cousin's house last year um and we all get together and have new years together and we've started this game that's called what weird beers can joanne bring to the party <laughs> and and i just you bring, bring your own glasses as well please tell me uh, to bring your last own glass. year i didn't but i would <laughs> i was going to consider it this year no i just i just made her made my cousin unlock her her display cabinet so i could have one of her wine glasses um, of course this, <laughs> you might as like, well where are your wine glasses <laughs> i need one glass from a beer because i've taken like overworks with me uh, I took some Amazons. Um, yeah, I took like some heavy hitters with me. Um, and it was just like, and then I'm, then they're always like, because my uncle, like when I was a child, I remember him drinking like. It's the courage. ice cream truck. Yep, this is the ice cream man. He drinks like, he was drinking Courage, Best Bitter. Then he kind of transitioned into Foster's, <laughs> which I always thought was slightly odd. And then he, then he was quite proud of himself because he was drinking Doom Bar. <laughs> he said he was like i'm drinking doom like, look at me and, uh, uh, and then then of course yeah i don't i don't know if i've told the story on the podcast yet but um then he had uh he told me that he'd been drinking ipas and actually had been drinking green king IPAs. You, i think you uh, told me yeah. separately oh, yeah. yeah so he was just like i've been drinking ipa and he he bought a goose island ipa and i was like you're not gonna like it oh yeah look you're not gonna what what have you been drinking green king ipa yeah not the same at all um, oh, bless it. So I ended up having to drink the green, the Goose Island IPA. I'm sure it was difficult. Yeah, it was really difficult. Yeah, really difficult. Um, and so that now he's on to Doom Bar, uh, or he has a John Smith. So I've got these beers, and he's always just like, "What are you drinking?" So last year it just got passed around. So there's him, my aunt, um, my uncle's best friend, who I've known my entire life because they've been friends since they were like little kids. 
um, and we just part and like his family, and then so we just pass my glass around, and everyone goes, Ugh, "What's that? Ugh, what's that?" Well, I'm <laughs> at just least like, they try it though. At least it's they a try juniper it. gin barrel aged sour. What are you talking about? It's delicious. We've been working on my nephew. He's 21, so we went up for his 21st birthday when we weren't in lockdown or anything like that, and um, we brought all these beers with us and. He's normally drinking, you know, what, 20, 21 year old drink they were like, I've got, you know, got Hop House 13 or something like that. Ooh, yeah. And I was like, try this. And he tried it. He's like, I've been trying. He's like, I've been trying a lot of IPAs lately. And I was like, drink this. And he's like, that's really nice. I think I gave him like a siren or something. Yeah. He's like, that's really nice. I was like, I know. <laughs> Every time I pour one, I'd be like, drink that one now. And he'd try be like, oh, I like this one. I like this one. It's really hoppy. I was like, I know. <laughs> so I think for Christmas, what we might do is he's based in Manchester. So I I said to um, my husband, I said, oh, we should get him some beers that are sort of entry level craft, but easily accessible to somebody up in the north. I mean, they've got so many amazing breweries up yeah. north and around that yeah. area in general that I was like, if we get him something that's based from that area, then you know that he can probably go get easily go and get it somewhere. Yeah. I know he might try things he's never tried before, but yeah, every time we show up to my in-laws, it's always a uh, funny beers. We have your funny beers in the yeah. fridge. And <laughs> oh, I'm going to be sad that become I can't the funny do that this beer year. people. Because then I, I thought yeah. as well, I was quite prolific on my brewing this year as well. I could have taken some of the beers that I actually made to them. Oh, that would have been really interesting. Have. But with old COVID, that's not going to happen this I year. I know. I had, to cancel, I had to cancel my flight to the US, which is a really mm. tough decision because... I hated the fact the decision was on me to do that because um, the, the airline didn't cancel it. So it was I was the one that had to make that tough decision instead of being able to say, sorry, out my hands, airline yeah. cancelled it. My sister has uh, the four different varieties of the Sour Patch Kid sour beers yeah. that we were going to try. She's got me some peanut butter chocolate chip cannoli stouts. Mm. She's got me a Reese's peanut butter stout. There was another one she got me that I can't remember what it was, but she got that as well. And then she's tagged me in a post for our local liquor store, which is effect like it's more like what we'd get as a bottle shop here that also has macro beer. Yeah. Um, and she's tagged me in that. And it was a new Mikella that's like a barrel aged Mikella that's come out and they're going to have some. And she's like, I think I need to get you this as well. I was like, yeah, please like buy me all, buy me all the beer. I'm happy. Like, and, and I enjoy getting to share it with somebody I love, even if she yeah. hates them. Cause she's like, I don't like them sweet. She would hate this cause she hates sweet. She doesn't yeah. like it. I'm like, it's nice to be able to share something like beer with somebody that you care about. And then you get to go experience what I really enjoy um, over the holidays and like festive periods like that. So it's just a shame that we can't be there uh, to, to do it. But I think we'll do what we have to do this year. And then next year will be one epic Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep listening to the podcast and we'll have an epic catch up this time next year with a... Yeah that what are we doing for Christmas? It'll be on the road because Tori will be phoning in from the US. Yeah, I'll be phoning in. Yeah, well, that's what I can have, we can have guests. We can have guest stars. Yeah. I'll have my sister on it. You can put someone on your end on it. It will be one big <laughs> up. It will be great. But you've been doing, Um, I didn't get an advent calendar this year. You got an advent calendar. I've got two. I've got two. So I bought one. I you bought, bought one. <laughs> I, yeah, I bought one. I bought the brew dog one. Now, usually the brew dog one's quite epic and it's like all the crazy beers from over the year. Um, uh, but this year it was just a ordinary one, air quotes. 
because there'll still be like interesting beers in it. So I specifically bought that one and I I look I did look at the list of what was in it because there's some of their more interesting beers they've done this year that I haven't been able to get hold of and I know that they're in the advent calendar. So for the price of the Brewdog advent calendar, I bought it because I wanted those different beers. Um but there's also going to be headliners and whatnot in there as well. Yeah, how, how much how much was that? I didn't actually catch the price yeah. of it because I didn't I was supposed to be in the US, so I didn't buy any advent calendar. Um <laughs> I think it was 40 quid. That's not bad. Yeah, Even so if you get a bunch I'm of fridge getting, fillers, what I, like it doesn't matter. I think there's it? 10 in there that I haven't had before. So I was just like, actually, 40 quid for 10 beers that I've not had before and I've not been able to get my hands on and won't be able to get my hands on. Um, actually that's I, I was like I don't mind paying that it's less oh, hassle think, isn't it yeah. even if you had to buy a four pack or something it's like you yeah. could get a whole mix of things yeah or you could go out and buy a four pack 12 yeah. pack or whatever so so you might and as well the, mix uh, it up the ones that I've had before I'm setting aside and I'm going to do a little beer cocktail R&D project Ooh. over the Christmas period with those see if I can it's come exciting. up with some interesting beer cocktails with the ones that I've had before so watch this space <laughs> I feel like you we'll can make a personal with. challenge yeah. out to everybody else come up with a better beer cocktail yeah. than you by the end of that period <laughs> yeah um so they're set aside but then um so last year I made my own advent calendar because the what I had wanted a honest brew one and I missed out on it it, it sold out before I could get it um, the year before that, I'd had an ultimate honest brew calendar, and the year before that, I'd had the brew, uh, the beer hawk one. Um, but so this year, I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to buy an advent calendar. I have got enough beers in <laughs> that I can just select 24 random beers, and I've got. Um, I've, I saved one of the sturdier 24 slot boxes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I've wrapped it in lovely Christmas paper and um it looks good you need to link it yeah i'll put the picture in um i've put them randomly in and then my husband every morning is just going in and grabbing me one out um and that's working out quite well because it's all beers i've not had before but they're all quite more exciting than the ones i'm necessarily getting out of the brew dog one um i got a burley oak pina colada dream this morning oh that sounds amazing i don't think i saw your update this morning for it (laughs) So that's going to be my beer you have for to later. say how it tastes. That's yeah. going to be good, isn't it? And I've had, um, yesterday I had Pilot's Barrel-Aged Macchiato Stout. Yes, I saw that one. I've got the oh, normal good. Macchiato. I mean, that um, one's that great. I've been holding off. Well, I've been holding off on it because, you know, it's I good. like my beer comparison. So I've got a few Macchiatos. Yeah. So it's just the case of I'm trying to find a time when I want to drink X amount of Macchiato yeah mostly stouts well pretty much all stouts sounds good so i've just good. not had a chance yet but i hear it's amazing yeah and i had massive piranhas from neon raptor the other mm. day which was i think that's in my in my beers of the year beer beer actually list because that is Ooh. delicious yeah shout out to helen because she sent me that one oh, yeah. we've, we've mentioned helen before shout yeah. out to helen she <laughs> hi, sent helen. me that across hi <laughs> helen she sent that across to me that she's my beer wife she sent me that across for and just out of nowhere out of the blue just to just to make me smile said it's you know happy early birthday and she sent me that and she sent me a wylam and i had that uh on i think i had it on my birthday yeah which was this past weekend and uh it was thick with three C's it was great like I was it it had the I mean it was a ghost it had the saltiness to it which I think you have a lot of gozers where you don't get the salty in the same way 
this one was so well executed uh definitely i think it's up there for a lot of people for beer of the year yeah it was good it was good and that's that's gonna be one of our episodes coming up our review of beers from this this year we've had quite again breaking news (laughs) breaking news spoiler alert or breaking news keep listening because we're gonna do a review of the year in beer yes our favorite our least favorite and all that jazz but yeah i didn't do a beer advent calendar this year um I like I said I was supposed to be in the US so I thought it was a bit pointless because I was supposed yeah. to go on the 16th and I was kind of like well it's not really a point um but I had wanted to make one for my husband and have him make one for me um but then I also realized like you <laughs> I've bought a lot of beer this year so I was thinking of doing the same thing as you yeah. which was just I mean not as nice as yours where like you've taken the time <laughs> to decorate it I was just gonna take a box and like wrap some up in newspaper and yes. just you know, here it's it one I don't care um but I didn't do that because of the fact that I've had such busy weeks at work that I was like at the end of the day sometimes I'm like oh, I just can't be bothered to drink so I'm actually kind of glad I didn't do it this year but I've seen some ones that other people have posted I'm getting proper advent calendar envy You're getting FOMO. Um, yeah I am getting FOMO uh so hop a hoppy place which is quite it's my most local bottle shop it's about maybe 20 minutes drive from me um they've done one and I think at the time people going oh it's around 100 a bit over 100 I think people going oh that's a bit it's around that price point maybe it was slightly under maybe slightly over but people going oh that's a bit pricey I've seen exactly what's come out of there it's absolute banger after banger (laughs) there's no so far uh, we're how many days in five days in there's been no fridge fillers in that and he's also said there's going to be a a good high percentage um a a fair amount that are like american ones as well um yeah no no fillers in that at all it's all just stunner after stunner of a beer stuff i I buy for myself so i think this is the thing with beer advent calendars you are going to pay for what you get um so i the year so my husband bought me the beer hawk one it was okay um there were some beers in there that I'd had before because it's Beerhawk and I've had a lot of, I'd bought a lot of beers from Beerhawk in the past. Um, and there were some that I was not very keen on. Like I wasn't particularly impressed with it. Um, but if you're starting, like again, like we were talking about with beer subscriptions, if you're starting at the beginning of your craft beer journey, they're good to get you a nice chunk of different beers. Um, the next year I bought the Honest Brew Ultimate uh, beer oh, right, advent okay. calendar and that was 130 pounds yeah every single one of those beers was new to me there was you know european beers american beers collaborations like there was amazing beers in there so you paid for what you got like yeah. so i think if you want a really decent craft beer calendar and i it depends on what you want isn't it depends it? on what you want if you just Completely. want like some nice stand like if you like some, and some not all of them not all of the cheaper air quotes ones are not are going to have you know your fridge fillers in they will have a mixture of things but you've got to be prepared that if you're only if you only want to spend 40 50 quid on one then you're going to get some more standard beers in it but if you want something up there that's proper top notch you've got to edge towards 100 pound or more to get yeah. the really good beers um and i'm i the you know that if you're spending that sort of money you're going to get more of the imperial stouts and whatnot and the higher abvs and the sours because those beers are just more expensive exactly overall so i've seen you know i've I've got a friend that's got an honest brew one i've seen what's come out of that it's Mm. it's it's really good stuff like it's not 
bad. It was around, I think, 60 pounds. Yeah. Um, and it's not bad. It's not, it might not be something that you'd go and pick it out. But then I actually kind of like that, that yeah. charm of the, I wouldn't go and pick it out. And I think a lot of them, they have, I think the first few were three, three, 30 mils as opposed to 440 and a 440 had just come out the other day yeah um that's quite nice in its own way because sometimes if it's a weeknight you just want to have a 330 mil and you go cool that's my beer that's done um you know I wouldn't say it's going to compete with something like uh you know Omnipolar Bianca but you know that at that price point that's not what you were going for you were just getting for something trying something new and, and it absolutely had stuff that you probably wouldn't have gone out and bought for yourself so that's great i think between that 60 80 price point you're going to get decent things maybe some fridge fillers but stuff that you've not tried before that's decent but it's not going to be impies dippers tippers like that level of stuff when you go to the hundred and more that's when you're going to start getting more adventurous and more global with what you're getting i think i had um friends message me that aren't they're craft people but they're not they, they like craft beer, but I wouldn't say that they were the same as like, you know, the group of people that we socialize with where six quid a beer is normal. Yeah. Um, and they messaged me going, Siren Advent Calendar, 90, 90 pounds. Um, and, I, and they said that breaks down to like three pound 50 a, a can. Like that's so expensive. And I was like, that's I literally cheap. was like, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> that's supermarket no, you, beer prices. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you don't understand like that. That's not expensive at all. Like, no. you know, it, that's that's a standard price for like a siren core range beer yeah. and a lot of the direct to brewery core range beers but when you get into like the tickle monster from siren which i had the other day that was over five quid a can yeah but that's because you're getting you know the cedar wood i think it was some type of wood that was in it uh you're getting the higher quality ingredients that are going into it you know talus that was more expensive because you're getting the talus hop you get imported hops your price is going to go up you're getting imported beer it's going to go up um so it was just really, and I did say to them, it's really funny because it just puts it into perspective to me of, you know, those of us buying advent calendars thinking, oh, 100 sounds like a lot or 100 plus sounds like a lot. But when you break it down per can, yeah, exactly. it's not that much. And I think it's just because it's all in one go. Yeah. As opposed to, I mean, we'd easily spend individually <laughs> yeah. 100 each. Yeah. But, we've, but we've talked about this before and I will bang on about it on and on. The problem with beer is it has been marketed as the cheap drink. Yeah. If you want these beers that have got interesting ingredients, um, a higher ABV, that's more ingredients, um, you know, souring techniques, barrel aging techniques, all of this is time and money. People will go out and spend hundreds of pounds on a bottle of wine. Why are we not investing the same money in beer that is being produced like this isn't you know this isn't your bud light that's being whacked I think out they in look a week at it, but i think they look at it and they go here's a whole bottle for x amount yeah. and then they go but compared to a can and it's like yeah but how many of those cans make up that one make up that bottle, bottle you know what i mean yeah. um it's just the visuals behind it i think and i think it seems for some people that are used to paying lower prices per bit that sounds like a lot what i tried to explain it i i did say like you know they some of my friends live in Bristol and I said, well, you're lucky you have Arbor, which is if you were to break Arbor down, yes, you get a full pint can. So that's brilliant, but you are still paying three and a bit for yeah. it. Yes. You're getting a bit more, but if you were to make an advent calendar of the same beers, the same quantity, it's going to cost you roughly the same, even if it's Arbor as the siren calendar is. Um, yeah. 
I just said, you know, it's it's all about the ingredients that go into it and the process used to make it. And it's just funny because when you start off on your craft journey, you go, I would never pay six pound for a beer. And then the more you start doing it, the more you're like, I can't imagine not paying five, you know, between five yeah. and six pound for a beer. So when you break it up into like how many you're getting for, you know, 25 days in an advent calendar and you do the maths, I mean, it's, it's not, it's really not as excessive as it sounds when you look at it sort of from the front, I think. Yeah. And I just, I'm going to be an advocate always for paying for the quality and the ingredients yeah. that you get. And the more like we just need to educate people that beer doesn't necessarily need to be the cheap drink. It can be, but yeah. if you want something really special, you got to pay for it. Same as you have with wine or any other alcohol spirits, you know, your people pay ridiculous prices for however many year aged whiskeys. Why is beer yeah. any different from that? It shouldn't be. Educate the masses, agree. pay for what you're agree. expecting to get. <laughs> off of my side reach reach but yeah with that note have you ha, has there been any advent calendar that's caught your eye that you said next year that's going to be the one I do or, or are you quite happy to keep making your own now that you've um I quite like it. so I quite like making mine so I would always recommend to someone any of the honest brew ones like what I've seen from the honest brew ones they're coming out really well um, I'd also recommend going to your local bottle shop and asking them to do you one like often a lot of these bottle shops do like give them a budget and they will put you together a mixed case for for your advent calendar um I quite like now making my own because I know I can put in the percentage of local beers stouts and sours that makes me happy <laughs> because uh, that's what I prefer as a style, whereas you're risking, if you're buying it for somebody else, there could be a lot of light, light beers in there, dippers, tippers, that are not my personal preferences. So I can then pick a massive selection, stick them in a box, and I know that I'm getting beers that I really want to try. Um, and with my brain, I can't remember which ones I put in there. So <laughs> it's still a surprise. <laughs> yeah i am i but i think to touch on that point though if you're going to go the bottle shop route you just tell them you know here's my budget and here's the type of beer that i enjoy um and you kind of specify to them you don't say like make me an advent calendar you say can you just do me a mystery box of x amount and then just let them sort of crack on but you can specify like what styles you want if you want something more local if they have that available you know specify to them let them do it for you um i think for me next year if I do an advent calendar, I will either make one myself because I quite liked the idea for the last few years and never had the initiative yeah. to follow through and just do it. Um, or I might just buy Dave's because it sounds like a hoppy place. <laughs> From what I've seen so far, if it carries on the way it started, uh, yeah, you've got my, you know, that's money well spent. Yeah. <laughs> you've got my, But then it depends on how many beer I still have stocked up by this yeah. time next year because it will probably be homemade advent calendar. <laughs> <laughs> Right. With well, that, I think we're yeah. done. I want to go try to make these ginger cocktail beer yeah, cocktails. That'd be exciting. I'm gonna go do that. Right. So um if they want to tell you what Christmas beers they've had, where can our lovely listeners find you? 
Yeah, they can find me at uh, on Instagram at adventures underscore in underscore optimism. And if they want to join your beer tent, where do they find you? So uh, if you want to talk to me personally about beers, uh, you can find me at uh, a woman's brew on Instagram, Facebook, and I'm on Twitter. Um, if you want to come find out more about beer styles, you can come to Love Beer Learning. We are Love Beer Learning on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. We, uh, you can email me, lovebeerlearning at gmail.com or you can come to the website, lovebeerlearning.co.uk uh, and there will be links there to join my Build Your Beer Vocabulary course. Um, you can join my beer tent society to learn more about imperial stouts there's a link for that there on the join us page and also i'm selling uh, virtual beer tasting vouchers if you want to learn some beer tasting techniques you can buy them for yourself and for your friends and in the comfort of your own home i will come and give you beer knowledge while you drink your favorite beers and i tell you all about them so it's Christmas. It yeah. makes a, it probably will make a really good Christmas <laughs> present yeah. for somebody. Come hint, and, hint. Come and have a look. You can uh, Christmas come and have a episode look at, my, at my links. Got some good beery gifts for you, your friends, your family, people in the office, whoever you are buying gifts for. Come find us. Right on. Yeah, that and then note, on, also on the Tiki Talks. The Tiki. Oh, and I'm on the Tiki Talks as well. <laughs> um, I need to update the bio on there because I didn't actually set up the tiki talks for it i was just doing that to get the videos off of it but i might i actually got some followers well, that's on it. you've got to appropriately actually, now that i've said how amazing it is you've got to properly do the tiki talks <laughs> right when I was... let's go finish numbing our fairy tale right, brew <laughs> cheers festive joy to everybody yes. <laughs>